What's up, my Uncommon family, and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Uncommon Podcast. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by me, Dustin Duff with Remax Momentum. With current conditions in the housing market, you want somebody with you who's going to fight for you, and I want to do that, um, and somebody that you can trust. Whether you're buying or selling, or maybe you're relocating in or out of Colorado, we want to get you where you want to go. With monthly specials and military and first responders incentives year-round, we want to be your resource, so make sure you give us a call today and see what all of your options are. As always, if you like the show or an episode, please continue to share with others and help us grow the show. We're getting really close to 2,000 downloads, and that's all because of you. We appreciate all the support, um, so if you can keep sharing those episodes, we would greatly appreciate it. Also on that note, please subscribe if you enjoy the show so you get the new episodes as soon as they drop. Lastly, but certainly not least, reviews, good or bad, really help us out. So please let us know what you think by leaving a review um, on the platform of your choice. And if you have an interesting topic or a point you'd like to make or come on the show, please contact us at uncommonpodcast@outlook.com, or you can always call 720-336-0848. Time to get back at it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Uncommon Podcast with B Pop and Duff. Duff, how you doing? Doing well, my friend. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Doing well as always. Well, uh, as we do with every episode, we want to give a uh, quick shout out to all of those first responders out there, the police, firefighters, EMTs, and a special shout out, special thank you to all the active duty military, as well as the veterans that serve this great country. Without everything you do, we could not do what we do. So from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you so much for all your service. Absolutely. And if you ever have a cause that we can support a positive cause or um, support you in any way, please let us know at the podcast. We'd love to uh, help out in any way that we can. Cool. Well, you know, every few episodes, we always bring in some business building perspectives and things like that. And I think today we want to talk a little bit about loyalty and what that means to us as business owners and professionals in our business, salespeople, things like that, right? Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, even in your personal life, like we always try to tie this, you know, so that people can use it as, you know, not just, you know, in a business sense, if they're maybe not, maybe they don't own a business, maybe they just work at a business, you know what I mean? But I think a lot of these principles go, you know, hand in hand with just your personal life, you know, and the relationships that you have with other people. Right. Well, I think the hard part when you're in uh, sales or you own your own business, and I would say if you own your own business, that's sales by default, Right. Right. That's just kind of the way it is. And the hard part when you are in sales or you own your own business, a lot of times you do work with family and friends and things like that. And that's how you kind of get started in your business. And it is a gut punch when you think you got to deal with a family member or friend and all of a sudden they come to you and say, hey, you know, I'm going with somebody else because they're cheaper or it's usually because they're cheaper. And I like to use the word cheap. (laughs) <laughs> when I talk like highlight, that, highlight that word. Yeah, huh? highlight that. Um, but it's kind of a gut punch, and it could honestly be a little bit of a reality check. In okay, well, what did I do? What you know? Did I miss a step? Did I miss? Did I miss one of my processes? Did you know? Did they not find value in what I do? Do they devalue what I do? You know that sort of thing. So, all right. So uh, you know, devalue what I do. That you know, that's kind of where we where we left it off there. And what I mean by that is, you know, a couple of situations that I've had over my career that kind of stick out. You know, I had a, a really good friend of mine that, you know, I had done multiple transactions for. 
over the years. And, uh, you know, he called me and, and him and his significant other were looking to buy another property. And I worked with these folks for about a two year period as far as, you know, doing their qualification, trying to figure out, you know, what they, you know, what, what would be the, what, what would make the most financial sense for what they wanted to do in their goals. Right. Right. Multiple hours spent not only during the weekday, but on weekends and things like that. And when they finally were able, or when they were finally ready to make a decision on doing something, it was probably about two hours over a couple different weekends, Sundays, mainly talking about, the best strategies on how to accomplish what they wanted to do and things like that only to then get a phone call a couple days later saying, well, I need you to price match, you know, an online company or we're not going to go with you. Ow. And I'm looking at that going, okay, so clearly you saw, you, you took my advice, right? You took my expertise and now you want to relinquish that down to a commodity. Right. Now, you know, I had a few choice four-letter words that I said to myself when that happened. Um, but I also, you, you kind of take a personal inventory and say, okay, well, maybe they just didn't happen to see the proper value in the service I provided. Now, I, you know, I see the value in it but it's also what somebody else's perception is. You know what I mean? I think you have to ask yourself what you're putting out there. Right. Right. Like I think sometimes I think a problem happens with people in business just overall. Mm -hmm. When you don't separate the friendships from the business side of things. Right. So sometimes you think maybe your friends just automatically know what you do or how you do it. That's not the case or the specials or the, you know, all that mm -hmm. stuff. But because they're your friends, you know, a lot of times, at least me in my in my business, I don't want to be the cheesy used car salesman, right? I, I hate talking business to my friends. And I don't want to do it at barbecues and at family gatherings no. and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to do that. And if you listen to any coach, all of them say what? Make sure you're talking about real estate when you, you know, go to these barbecues and everything else. I'm not going to do that ever, mm -hmm. right? I'm not going to do that because when I'm on my personal time, I want to be on my personal time. Yeah. And... But I think that business owners, I think that hurts them sometimes mm -hmm. because you don't talk about those things. So maybe they aren't educated in what makes you different or sets you apart. Right. Or you're just not top of mind at that point. Right. Right. You know, the thing with, with this, the example I just gave is, I again, I had done multiple transactions for this individual and it was one of those things. It wasn't a matter of they didn't know what I did. They were just looking for the cheapest deal they could possibly get. And I, I looked at that and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to price match that. You know, that'd be no different than me, you know, going to, uh, going to this person and saying, hey, I need you to design me a house, right? Right. And then once I get the design plans and, and the expertise of the best way to do it, I call up, you know, some Home Depot and say, hey, I need you to take these design, this design and now build the house. For example, that's a little bit, you know, extreme, but that's kind of the idea. Right. You know what right. I mean? And that's where I took offense, but you know, I, I the, the the longer and this was a couple of years ago. And the longer that settles in with me, you know, I look at it and say, I don't hold no ill will anymore towards that. Um, I don't market to that that individual anymore. Um, but at the same time, past 
business, right? Just because I did business with somebody in the past does not guarantee that I'm going to get that business in the future. Right. And it's up to me at that point to continue to create that value. The challenge, though, where us as salespeople get stuck, I think, is we might think that we've put that value out there, but if they don't perceive that value or if they don't see what that value is, there's not a whole lot we can do at that point. Right, right. And you're not going to mesh with everybody. No. Even your friends. Absolutely right? Even your friends. There's friends that I have that are total assholes, and I'm, I've told them I'd rather not work with you. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because you know the personal side of it? Well, I just you just know personalities and you don't mm. want to tarnish the relationship or whatever. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, you got to make a decision as a business owner at that point sometimes, but you know, I have a different look and just outside of the business realm. And Oh, you know, I always kind of go to more to the personal side of things, but loyalty to me, I've been on sports teams and fight teams and firefighting crews and street crimes teams. And I mean, the police department's a giant team, right? Like the whole, yeah. like they got to be there for each other. So loyalty to me, you know, is just a little bit different. Like it's. Well, in your world, it's life or death. When I, yeah, well, it was, yeah. yeah. You know, it was definitely, but not only that, it was what it meant, like what it means. What does it mean to be loyal? You know? Right. And really, it's, you know, when you look it up, it's a strong feeling of support or allegiance to something or someone or a cause or anything else. So on the personal side of things, you know, when you say you're loyal to somebody, you're kind of giving your stamp. Like, that's kind of like your signature on a piece of paper. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man, I got your back. I've told you a lot of times, man. Hey, you need something, you call. I got you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and so... You know, I had something kind of happen this, you know, over the, it's happened to me a couple of times, the same kind of situation you've run into, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it, I, a lot of it is, is that exact reason is because I wasn't conveying my message properly. Right. And I have to take accountability for those things. However, I think that right now coming out of what we're coming out of, there's an extreme amount of like selfishness and stuff going on as well. And I think that that's like blurring lines between a lot of things just in, in business and in personal and everything mm-hmm. just across the board. We talked about people not taking pride in their job. If they're not taking pride in their job, right? Right. It's the same thing. Sure. So, you know, I looked up a, I looked up a video by Jocko. Who, who do you go to when you want to talk about, you know, loyalty Leadership, or loyalty. Brother, brotherhood or something like that, right? You go to Jocko. We, right. At least I do. So I found a a video from Jocko and he's talking about being wronged by a brother and not a bro. And basically what I equate it to is basically is like friendship versus being an acquaintance. And he said, you know, one of the main things, his main message was true brothers don't wrong um, other brothers, a bro will, you know? And so that that's where you draw that line is that kind of like acquaintance right. type thing. So when you're tying that back into loyalty though, how many true, like tight, tight, tight friends would you say that you have it like today? Uh, I keep my circle pretty small from a tight, tight perspective. You know, I'd probably say five to six, like super tight to where I could make a phone call and, hey, I need you. You know, we got to meet today. You know, we'd have that. We'd have that meeting. You know what I mean? Right. I like to keep my circle pretty small, but that's just me. And would you say that 
just by that definition is that you would, you're loyal to them. Like if they're, Oh, absolutely. You know, are they business actually maybe give us a little background. Are any of them like business owners? Do you try to patronize their businesses? Like I do. What, what do you do to try to support them? Yeah. So aside from being friends, you know, a lot of them own their own businesses and, and I've actually one individual I've done a lot of business with, uh, on both sides, meaning I've helped him, he's helped me and that sort of thing. And talking about loyalty with, Certain businesses and certain people, once I've developed that relationship, I do not focus my business decision when I'm trying, when I, when I need that service again, based on price. I don't even look at that. I go to these folks and say, Hey, I need you to give me a price. I need you or, or give me a bid. Tell me when you can do it. And then let's get it going. You know what I mean? Right. I need to know the price only so that I can prepare my budget, but never once have I gone to these people saying, Hey, you know, I can get this cheaper at home Depot or I can get this cheaper online or, or whatever. What can you do for me? Never once have I done that because in my mind, you know, I have a different perspective about money and we're going to do another entire episode about the thought process of money and head trash and things like that. But in my mind, the, the friendship, the loyalty, the, um, expectation that I'm going to get that service done or that, that job done in a timely manner and as well as in a, uh, a quality manner is more important to me than what the dollars are. You know what I mean? Right. Now, if I'm talking to a brand new company I've never talked to in my life, you know, and I'm trying to build a relationship, that's going to be a very different conversation. Right, right. But if this is somebody that I've done business with in the past, you know, we've become friends or we have been friends, the, the dollars to me is secondary, Unless it's so far out of line that I'm like, whoa, man, what are you doing to me? You know what I mean? Right. But if the dollars are in line, I could care less because I'm when I pay that money, I'm paying for A, a service, and I'm paying for the peace of mind. Okay? I'm not paying for uh, the nickel and dime. I'm not paying for, uh, well, how cheap can I get it? I, I know the level of service, and I'm looking at it going, I can once I say yes, go for it, I don't have to worry about it. Right. It's done. You know, one of my best friends is a, is a tile setter and the, the, the level of work that he does is the highest I've ever seen. Okay. And with that, this is the guy I'm talking about. I've done, I've had him do multiple projects for me and never once do I say, Hey, can you, can you sharpen that up a little bit? Sharpen that bit up a little bit? Never once. Because I know that when I say, okay, this, this is what I want to do. You tell me the start date. I don't worry about it. I tell him, Hey, you tell me when you need payment. Right. And to me, it's not that I'm trying to be a fool here, but I know that if I call somebody else that I don't know that is cheaper and I'm going to stress the word cheap, 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 that's all that matters, right? That, 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 that's the word that, that matters when you're shopping around is cheap. Okay. You get what you pay for. Right. From a product standpoint and a service standpoint. Well, I'll tell a cool story real quick. And this is how you do business. This is the pro proper way to show loyalty, right? So I have a concrete guy. I found him on Craigslist. I kid you not. I don't know <laughs> how many years ago now. It was like seven or eight years ago now. And uh, he's poured probably three different patios for me at three different houses for maybe even four or five patios, honestly, with sidewalks and all kinds of stuff. He serviced a bunch of friends and clients and everything else. He showed up to my house the other night because we got, a, you know, we moved into the new house and we're going to have a new patio poured. You know, we want to just button some things up, you know, around the house. Right. And he tells me, he goes, I go, you know, how much do you think this is going to cost? Because, you know, the cost of concrete right now is just as like lumber and any, everything else, it's right? Everything. 
And so I said, you know, Ricardo, what do you think? You know, what do you think, you know, this is going to cost? And he goes, 2300 And I went, that doesn't seem like enough. And he goes, no. I told my wife I was coming over to you, and she said that you've given me so much business that I am not allowed to charge you for my labor. He oh, goes, that, that, he goes, that's cool, but that's not right. Right. No, no, no. I already, <laughs> me and the wife already decided that we're giving him over, you know, but, right. but think about, we're talking about loyalty, right? I show him loyalty because he treats me well and he treats my people well. Right. Right. The people that I care about, the people that I do business with. And so that loyalty gets reciprocated because I have that loyal, I have that loyalty to him. So he's now showing that loyalty back to me. Mm-hmm. And you build a lot of those friendships. I have a concrete guy. I have a general contractor guy. I got a painter guy. I got a, you know what I mean? I build these relationships with people. And then guess what? That's how business gets done. Right. Exactly. And I look at it as I'll be loyal to you so long as I continue to get the level of service and the level of quality that I expect. And the moment that I don't, well, that's when I might start shopping that around. You know what I mean? And, and, And might come back to you and say, you know, I need you to sharpen up your pencil or whatever, you know, what that might look like. But as long as the level of service is there, service to me is far more important than the dollars. Right. Far more. And the relationships that I have after are even more important. And I would add, I would add on that note, just quality of craftsmanship as well. Well, of course. Right. Like, I mean, doing a good job. Yeah. If they do a terrible job, I'm not going to continue down that road. Right. But, you know, the, the, but the relationship piece is also just as important, if not more important. Right. Because, you know, if I, I look at it as if I treat somebody right, where I'm trying to get business, that's going to get reciprocated back to me. Maybe not specifically from them, but hopefully from them, you know what I mean? When they know what I do and that sort of thing. Um, but I feel like that's reciprocal. And I feel like if I go out and I try being a cheapskate and try to nickel and dime everybody I come in contact with that I try to get work done from or, or, or get a service from, that's going to come back to me tenfold. That people are going to start nickel and diming me and price shopping me and all that sort of stuff. So that's kind of where my mentality is, is I'm not going to do it to you because I don't expect it done to me. Right. And I think that that's that, you know, uh, on that same video I was talking about referencing with the Jocko, you know, the Jocko talk, you know, one big point that he brought up too is you got to take the ownership of you overestimated the level of commitment this person had to you. Yeah. Right. Like that's, and that's Oh, and the example I gave, that was absolutely. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, that's where I said at the beginning, you know, um, we talked about value, right? And so the example I gave was I clearly lost the value building piece somewhere along the line. And maybe, maybe I didn't lose it, but in their mind, their perception, I did. Right. 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 And so that's where the, we, we constantly talk about extreme ownership on, on this, uh, podcast. Right. And so part of that is, yeah, you want to sit back and you want to, you know, kind of vent and get, get it off your chest about how, you know, you did everything you could and they went somewhere else. And that's cool for maybe a a couple hours or a day, maybe two days. But after that, it's time to look inward, look inward and say, okay, well, what did, what did I not do? Or where did I potentially fall short as to why they think that it's okay for them to do that to me? I mean, every situation is a little different, but I always call it just everybody will show you their true colors at some point, mm-hmm. like who they really are as people. Yeah. It doesn't matter who it is. If it's in your personal life, business life, whatever, people will show you their true colors through their actions. See, here's the, and I don't want to get too off course on this, but this is my big pet peeve right now with everybody out there. We're so good at making these excuses and all this other bullshit 
you know, for why we don't want to do this or we, why we want to do this or why we want to hate on people for this and that and this. And we have all these, all these different things, right? Where is, where are people helping each other? Mm-hmm. Like we talked about principles on the last episode, you know what I mean? And nobody's helping each other. Like, are you saying people are just looking out for numero uno? Numero uno. And that's, and I get it. You have to, to a point, This is what. but you also have to look out for your fellow, your fellow man, fellow woman, right? It's it's a fine line, right? It's a fine Mm -hmm. line. You got your own, you have your family and your structure right there and you have everybody else around you that you're affecting, right? But we, we've went from in 2019 or so to helping everybody around us and everybody was in a good mood and you know what I'm saying? That kind of thing to look at us now. It's like the peep, uh, the toilet paper epidemic, (laughs) <laughs> right? Like the toilet paper epidemic flipped a switch and now everybody, you know, is like, I'm going to get as much toilet paper as I can get for me and mine. Right? Yeah, absolutely. But no matter what ends up happening, you know, especially in the business sense, I'll try to get back on track here, but getting back to the business sense, no matter what happens, you have to remain professional. Yeah. You have to remain professional, you know, and uh, you don't give away the power. I always call it giving away. I tell the boys, don't give everybody else the power, you know, don't react in a way that, you know, especially if somebody's doing it intentionally, mm-hmm. somebody's trying to take a dig at you or something like that. You react in a negative way and go crazy and start screaming f bombs and everything else. Then you're the one that looks like an asshole. Yeah, and it makes it even easier for that person to shift blame onto you. Oh, of course. That's basically what it is. Yeah, and I don't know if you run into this with those scenarios that you did, but. It's happened every single time that this I've ran into this, and this is what makes me laugh. And this is just human behavior, all mm-hmm. right? You got to love the phone call that they call, and they act like they're doing you a favor. Oh, you get a phone call? I usually get an email. I got a phone call. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I usually get an email because, you know, emails email <laughs> have this thing. It's a pad of paper on my desk that says emails for wimps. So anytime I get one of those emails, I'm like, yeah, you're a wimp. But it was like, I just always find it funny because you'll see how they word it and they'll try to like flip it around. It was like, this is all for your own good. Like I made this decision for your own good. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm not using you for, so, so it, it's the best thing for you. It's the best thing for you. Let me tell you what's good for you. Right. You know now, I mean? sometimes that could be the case yeah, oh, yeah. depending upon the situation, but most times it's just because, uh, most times it's just because you're looking for the cheapest price you can get. Right. But like I said, they, you know, once somebody shows you their colors, either in business or in your personal life, you know, you have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. You have to make a decision on how you want to proceed with those, you know, with those people in your life, you know, and, and if you want to do business with them in the future or not, or if you want to have a relationship with them in the future or not, you know, everybody's going to get upset at the beginning and there's going to be a dislike for that person. No matter who you are, we're animals. You can, fight me on the internet for it. I mean, we're animals. That's what we are. Right. And so we have emotional responses and then some batter of chemicals and, you know, hormones that get released when we get pissed off or whatever. Else, oh yeah. Right. And so you're going to dislike that person. But what you have to ask yourself is, is this something that I could trust this person in the future? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have trust, you really don't have, I don't want to do business with people I don't trust either. No, absolutely not. It's a, it's a pretty simple concept for me. And the reason why I don't want to do that is because if there's no trust, 
then all it is is liability. Well, there's no if there's no trust, there's no confidence. Well, and then it's all liability. That's right. It's everybody else's fault. It's my fault. It's your fault. It's everybody else's fault, right? And so, mm-hmm. and accountability goes into that as well, obviously, with that last statement. Right. But you have to ask yourself if you are going to trust, if it was something so egregious that you could trust this person again or not. Right. And again, you, you this is universal, business, personal, whatever you need to use it for. You know, but um, one thing I would tell everybody out there, stupidest thing you can ever do is an expect an apology. Oh, yeah. No. That's the dumbest thing you can ever do. Right. Because you're going to be waiting for a while. Well, you're not going to get an apology if the other if the other person doesn't think they did anything wrong. Right. Exactly. Right? I mean, if they're looking at it going, well, I don't know why they're mad. You know, and that's part of where you look at it and say, okay, so put ourselves in, in th- those shoes, those person's shoes for a moment and think, okay, well, why didn't they think they did anything wrong? Or, you know, why didn't they think that it, it would cause issues with a friendship or something like that, right? Right. And uh, again, I look at it as, in many cases, it comes down to price and price only. And then at that point, what they've done is they've, they've relegated... Uh, whatever service you're providing down to a commodity. Right. And if, if they're viewing you as strictly a commodity without any level of professionalism, expertise, you know, uh, anything like that, they only view you as a, well, I can get it. If if they view you as Amazon, for example, there's nothing you're going to do to change that. Right. You know, it's just the next time it comes around, you know, you might not be as forthcoming uh, with free advice, (laughs) <laughs> if they come to you and ask you a question about your business, maybe you're not so forthcoming about advice. And maybe it's a situation that, Hey, you know what? We can hang out, but we're not going to talk business again. Right. Yeah. You know? no. And, and a lot, a couple of the times it's happened to me with close friends. I'm like, Hey, you know, I'll, I'll have a beer with you, but don't talk business to me because right. I'm going to shut you down. Right. Because you're, you're not getting my expertise for free at this point. Yeah. No, no. Right. you have somebody that's representing you. And a professional, and this is being professional. This isn't being petty. No. Once you sign an agreement with another agent, at least in my world, right? There's rules. Mm-hmm. You got somebody else you got to go to now. I'm sorry. I'm well, not going to answer questions for you. Right. Not only that, though, I, 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 I don't forget things. It's the principle of the matter. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I don't th- forget things. So it could be two years down the line, and I'll still be friends with you, but I won't talk business with you. I don't want to know. It, it's just not going to happen. I don't want to know. There was one in my family. We go up to Lake McConaughey every year. And so we, it's like a big shindig from my mom's side of the family. And it was one of her cousins that, you know, did one of these scenarios to me. And of course, you know, everybody wants to, everybody wants to act and do whatever they want without repercussions and then have everybody remain the same. Right. Right. I mean, have you noticed that? It's impossible to do that by the way. But do you notice that? Like people expect you, like I was, I was talking to my wife the other night. I said, you know, it's funny. People expect people to take away all the things that they don't like about them. But then there's another person right next to them that they want to take away all the things that they don't like. But some of the stuff isn't the stuff that they didn't like. And so you go down the line like that. And if you live your life that way, then you're not even, you now. Right. Right. But you can't remove parts of yourself for everybody. Right. Like at the end of the day, you can't remove all different parts, but here's the thing. People do wrong by others and then they expect them just to accept it. Like you should accept that because of who I am or, or whatever, especially in your personal life. Right. And so my, this person and my family, I don't want to say who it is, you know, they, they kind of did me wrong. See him at Lake McConaughey. I knew I was going to see him up there. And it's funny when people feel bad about it. 
Well, because they want to talk to you about it. They want to talk to you about it. It's funny. And, and so, so for me, real quick, I don't talk to them about it. Nope. I change the subject because it's like th- that. that's done. And my advice, my unpaid consulting is done. Right. But she comes up and she goes, do you hate me? For everybody out there, if by some act of God and, you know, you make a mistake and you do this to some whatever business owner, please either take accountability or just leave it alone because that is the most annoying fucking thing in the world. I'm sorry. (laughs) Don't come up and go, so I did a thing. I don't want to fucking hear it. Right. I'm sorry, but you know, okay, good for you. I mean, I'm happy for you. You know, and in these times that I have ran into this issue, I legitimately want their transaction or whatever to go smoothly. Mm-hmm. I hope it goes well for you as a person. Yeah. Like I want it to go well for you. I really hope so. But don't try to sit here and sell me when you're pissing on my shoes and trying to tell me it's raining. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a a good way of putting it. You're trying to give me, you're trying to give me shitty fucking news in the best way you can. That's that's what you're doing, and you're trying to make yourself feel better. You're not trying to make me feel better. Hey, by the way, I did you a favor. I'm not going to use you on that, you know, this transaction. But this is the reason why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not a favor. No, you're not helping me, man. It's okay. That's a slap in the face. You tell me, hey, man, we decided to go another direction. Mm -hmm. I say, okay. Yeah, and then at that point, don't talk business again. Leave it alone. Right. Because if you bring up the business, what's your, what the, the person that's bringing up that, the, the, the lady you just mentioned, what she's doing is she's wanting to get a reaction out of you to um, reinforce why she made the decision. Right. She's looking for, she wants me to, she, again, she wants me to open the door so that she can shift the blame to me. Exactly. And at that point, it'd be like, hey, hope everything went well. You know, let's have a beer. Let's not talk about that. I didn't say that. Yeah. Well, are you mad at me? I'm like, what do you think? <laughs> it's, you know, I'm at, I'm dude, I'm, I'm on vacation at the lake. Don't come up to me and try to talk business. Number one, especially after you gave me the big, see you're, you're a little, I guess you might be a little nicer than me because when somebody does that and I'm on vacation, you know what I say? I'm on vacation. I'm not talking work. Yeah. Well, like, I'll I, shut you down a, right there. There was a lot I wanted to say, but you know, again, you got to remain professional, right? That's the thing. You got to keep it inside. Here's what I want everybody out there to do in terms of this, either in your personal life, business, whatever. When something like that happens, you have to get it out. You need to talk to people Mm -hmm. that you trust about it and make sure this is what I do a little bit. I talk to a couple different people that are really, really tight to me. And I ask them if my perception is off. Like I, I'll use the terminology. I was on the phone with my grandma on the way here talking about one of these types of situations. And I told her, I said, I stopped right in the middle of it. And I said, I want you to tell me if I'm being a bitch. Would your grandma actually tell you that? Yep. And she said, no, I think you, you know, I understand. I understand. I understand where you feel that way. You know, why you have these, these feelings and stuff. She goes, it's totally normal. Mm-hmm. You know, she goes, but you know, don't let it control you. You know, you got a lot of other things you got to do today. Do you want to think about that? Or do you want to go do what you need to do today? Well, yeah. I want to go do that. Well, as uh, was best said by Jay-Z, on to the next one. Right. In all honesty, that's all you can do. I'm moving on. Get get that. When that happens, you got to get it out of your headspace and move on. 
because when it's in your headspace, all that's going to do is create more and more hesitation on the next transaction and the next transaction or the next job or whatever that is. And if you just say, you know what, who cares? Who Who's next? On to the next one. I mean, that sounds kind of bad to say, but at the same time, that's all you can do. When these, when these issues come up, the one question I ask myself is, did this alter the overall course of my life? No. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like my DUI altered the course of my life. Uh-huh. Leaving the retiring from the police department altered the course of my life. These, you know, these big things alter the course of your life. So the one thing I try to ask myself now, I look, especially when I'm mad, cause I get mad, dude, I still have that. I still have that drive, you know, and I have that animal in me. And when I get, well, it's competitive. And when I get mad, it's just like, you know, mm-hmm. I go right back to the old MMA days in my head and just like, man, I just want to fight someone right now. You know what I mean? But right. you know, I'm older now and shit hurts a lot more, man. I can go to bed and wake up with new body aches. I never had dude, but you know, did it change? The, did it change the course of my life? If you, if the answer is no, then move, move on, get yeah. moving, do go to the next file, go to the next, go to the next deal, go to the next right. marketing campaign, go to the next, you know, go to the next job. Or if it's in your personal life, if you're feeling like maybe the people that you're around aren't, you know, what you need anymore, or, or, or maybe you picked a bad crowd or something, you know, there's a lot of different situations that go into, you know, the mm. people you hang out, start looking for some different groups. Maybe look for, maybe try to get in with some of these groups. Like I'm, I'm getting ready. Um, I just moved to Greeley. So obviously it's a different, it's a different world than living in Fort Lupton, man. There's trails everywhere. There's mm-hmm. everywhere to go. Popped into a running store. Everybody knows I run. And they do two group runs every week. And then they do a, an interval training run and stuff. And I'm going to join that. And I want to, learn, you know, meet some people in there and do some things in there. And so um, don't let it wreck your world, I guess, is the way I'm trying, you know, want to put it, you know, either in business or your personal life. Don't, don't let it wreck your world, man. Mm-hmm. You just got to keep moving on. And again, when it happens to me, I just go, you just showed me who you are. Yeah. Well, loyalty comes down to showing, showing another person who you are. Through action. Through, through action. But then that also comes down to, you know, we always talk about personal responsibility and accountability. And then at that point, when somebody shows that side to you, at that point, it's up to you to say, okay, you know, uh, we can be friends, but I'm going to be friends now at an arm's length. Right. You know, we're going to be more acquaintances. You know, it's not that I'm going to totally shut you out, but I'm also not going to reach out and try to be your best buddy again and, and continue down that same, that same road because now it's up to you to earn back my trust. And I don't even expect that, honestly. When yeah. when these situations come up, I just I told my grandma, I just let I let time tell me what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I, but I would agree with you in the sense of it changes the dynamic of communication styles and how we interact and those kind of things. Like it's absolutely, it, it's always it doesn't matter who it could be your mom, dude, and it's going to change that right mm-hmm. for at least a period of time until time takes its yeah you know takes its its course. So you know. Trust time. Time always works, but I would just, you know, modify my behaviors. Yep. That's what I plan on doing, you know, go moving forward. You know, I learned a lot from watching this, this Jocko video um, and how I need to maybe change some things and how I deal with it internally and, you know, and how I kind of get this out, right, and get through it. But again, we're trying to grow and we all got to learn one, you know, one day at a time. So that's right. That's right. 
Well, with that, we'll uh, we'll get out of here. I'm going to leave everybody with uh, go look up the Jay-Z song on to the next one. That's kind of my uh, my motto when things like this happen, right? Literally, when this, when something like this happens, I literally put that song on repeat for about a day, and that's what I listen to. And it just gets me jazzed up to say, okay, I'll just go get something else. I went intentionally and pounded out six and a half miles in 95-degree sun. You want to you totally drain all the negative energy in your body from your toes to the tip of your head. Go do something like that, dude. I was smoked. That sounds miserable. I couldn't do it. So, <laughs> well, thank you everybody. If you want to communicate with us, you can always email us at uncommon podcast at outlook.com. Um, we actually have a telephone number. I'll leave at the top. I always forget the damn telephone number. It's seven two zero three three six something. I think it's four eight eight four or something like that, but I'll, I'll leave it at the top. Uh, thank you again for all your support. We are officially over 1700 downloads, Brett. Awesome. 17. So let's all push for 2000. If you guys help us do 2000. And then, um, the last thing we are going to be having some shirts and some hats made to support the show. Uh, we, we, I want to do some giveaway stuff where if we pick your topic, if you email us and you pick, we pick your topic, we'll ship you a shirt or a hat. Uh, we wanted to have stuff. If you want to be a guest on the show, you know, we want to have those things for you. So if you want some uncommon gear, uh, we're just going to get that rolling, but, um, definitely reach out and let us know. All right. With that, thanks, everybody. Take care.